0: Hi guys, my name is George O'Dell and you're listening to The Sega Lounge.
1: Welcome to The Sega Lounge, a podcast dedicated to our love for all things Sega be it the games, the music, or the community. I'm KC. In each episode, I'll be talking to different guests and sharing their projects and their passion for SEGA. Hello and welcome to the SEGA Lounge, everyone! First of all, I apologize for the lack of episode last week. Sometimes even the best laid plans fall apart and scheduling interviews with people who have their own schedules and busy lives is not an easy task. Fortunately, we're back this week with a brand new episode, and even though the season is very, very close to the end, we still have a couple more interviews you won't want to miss. In podcast news, this week I'm delighted to tell you that The Sega Lounge is now available on iHeartRadio. There are now very, very few podcast services where you can't listen to the show, so whether you're an iHeartRadio user or you use a totally different podcatcher, chances are you'll have the Sega Lounge readily available to listen to. And now, on to this week's guest. This week I'm joined by Jordan, or Jord O'Dell, e-commerce and social media manager at Sega Shop Europe which includes both the UK and European storefronts. Jord is the marketing wizard that connects the fans and Numskull, the people running the shop. She kindly agreed to have a chat with me about her career and her love for video games and was also kind enough to let me put her through another brutal edition of the Sega Lounge challenge. Although, does anyone really have a choice? Hello, George. Welcome to the Sega Lounge.
0: Hello. Thanks for having me.
1: Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for being here. It's a pleasure. As you know, I, you know, before we we, we started the recording, you told me that you've been listening to a few of the the latest episodes of the podcast. So you already know how this goes. I like to know my guests a little bit more before we get into, you know, the reason they're here. So would you like to introduce yourself? you like to talk to us about your experience with video games, um, you know, favorites and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, sure. So I've basically been gaming my entire life, basically in one way or another. Um, It was always like a way for me and my dad to bond. Like I can remember kind of being five years old and watching him play Half-Life on the computer, eating crab sticks, I think. I had a weird thing with those when I was younger, apparently, Um, (laughs) (laughs) as you do. Such an eclectic taste. Um, And yeah, I've just always kind of bonded with my dad over games. Um, I remember once, my mum and dad actually forgot about me and i was left to play 101 dalmatians till about nine o'clock at night which was super late at the time and i just thought you know you keep quiet don't <laughs> say anything and they'll just let you crack on and it got to the point where i was like no i'm tired now i'll go and <laughs> i go and tell them that i'm still awake and they're like what are you doing it's like i was playing 101 dalmatians um, <laughs> so it's always kind of been yeah it's always been a bit of a gamer in my life, like not, the most technical of games granted 101 dalmatians but i remember my first console was the dreamcast and um, when i was about seven eight years old maybe um and yeah that kind of grew from my love of sega um and then from there i've always had a passion for it i uh, worked in marketing for various places and stumbled across the sega shop and mm-hmm. been working there for a while and excellent. it's been going great <laughs>
1: excellent 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 story so 101 Dalmatians don't oh, yeah. don't dis Disney games they they're amazing by the way I <laughs> I haven't true. played that one but most Disney games are very good was it on the Dreamcast uh
0: no I think this was on PC actually this oh, was going PC, okay. back early okay. 2000s yeah
1: okay okay excellent excellent so uh, uh, what about these days have you been do you have time to to game to play games?
0: Uh, Yeah, I always try and make time for it, especially with staying at home for pretty much the whole year. I always try and carve out a bit of time for gaming. It's one of those things where if I get stuck into it, that's it. I'm lost for four or five hours. I can never just pick it up and have a casual game and leave it alone until the next day. Like my dad used to call me like a little zombie when I was gaming because you couldn't talk to me already think I'm in the zone <laughs> leave me alone until I get out of it <laughs> so, but yeah I'm still the way pretty much now I've been playing um Yakuza like a dragon recently That came out last week and I think it's brilliant yes
1: it is isn't it yes I'm, I'm I, I'll confess I'm a little bit tired today because I stayed up too late playing like a dragon yesterday yeah, uh, I can relate. <laughs> yeah, so I, 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 for some reason, I only got the game uh, on Monday, for some reason. It got lost in post or something, and uh, I didn't have time to play it on Monday. So yes, yesterday was the first day that I actually put the disc on, updated, long, long update, by the way, and uh, updated the game and then started playing. So it was very, very late when I went to bed. And mm-hmm. yeah. I'm 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 sleeping basically so if I fell if fell asleep or fall asleep during the interview I'm sorry George, but you will <laughs> understand fine. right you will understand yeah,
0: I totally get that I mean I've been there so many times before falling asleep <laughs> 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 just zoning out trying to recuperate myself so <laughs> I'll just shout or something it'll be fine
1: that's yeah 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 do that do that um, so yeah, so what kind of games you've been playing Yakuza like dragon, what kind of games would you, what, what kind of gamer are you today? What, what kind of games do you prefer? Um, do you yeah. still have like an, an eclectic uh, taste in games?
0: I think you kind of. I don't know, really. I like all sorts of games. So I've been playing, yeah, like Yuki's in the past week, but also I've been playing Ark, which is like an open world dinosaur mm-hmm. survival game. Big fan of that. But then I love my horror games as well. So, like The Last of Us. And, mm-hmm. But then also, on the complete flip side, I love my retro games. Like, I've got a Game Boy SP that I brought earlier on the year and I'm obsessed with like Sonic Adventure 2 on it, Spyro, all the rest of it. So, I kind of dip in and out of all sorts of games at the minute. I think I just kind of, whatever takes my fancy on the day,
1: I'll dip into it. Yeah, yeah, I get you. That's great, that's great. Okay, so you already mentioned this briefly, but um, can you tell us a little bit how you, uh, you know, ended up at Numskull and, you know, running uh, the, the PR, social media side of things for the Sega shop?
0: Yeah, sure. So it was kind of a bit of a um I don't know I don't know what the word is but a bit of a coincidence maybe I don't know I think I was working in marketing for an insurance company um early last year and it was kind of one of those things where I don't think anyone really wants to fall into insurance but but there I was <laughs> and it's <laughs> like it was good it was like I loved a challenge but it wasn't necessarily exciting like it's worlds apart from gaming and films and all sorts of things that I love you know like I don't think I've ever I don't think anyone's ever grown up and gone oh you know I really want to work in insurance so <laughs> I just had a moment one day and I was looking through LinkedIn and stumbled across Liam that's one of the directors at Numskull and I thought oh I'm just going to try my luck and looking back on it now it was dead cheesy I said the subject line was something like um player two has entered numskull a click here to hire now kind of thing <laughs>
1: that's <laughs> amazing like,
0: yeah. and yeah luckily bless him he was really nice he's a really lovely guy like everyone at numskull is absolutely amazing and he messaged me back and i think a couple of days after that i met um the other director ben had a quick chat and stuff and it was all kind of go from there so, Awesome. yeah awesome. it was great
1: you know that email, that first email, was kind of an audition in itself, right?
0: Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, I think so if that... I couldn't grab his attention, then I wouldn't be doing my job
1: properly. Yeah, so yeah, you're perfect for this job. Yeah, marketing <laughs> is you. indeed your thing. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> so people may be asking uh, right now, listening to this, what does um, what does Jord do at her job? So what does it in- entail? What it does it involve uh, working marketing for Sega shop?
0: So it's, it's a lot, basically, I think you've got kind of working in marketing, especially for Sega shop, you know, like the Sega community is amazing and they love Sega, it's all about Sega as it should be and going in like a day to day job, I do a lot of social media stuff and creating like, assets and things like that, but also work on upcoming ranges and um, which is very exciting and it's a lot Mm -hmm. of like working with emails and (laughs) 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 and yeah like putting together emails but i think the biggest part of my job is the community side of things like there's such a great community within the sega shop europe guys that like i consider most of them my friends well all of them my friends really and we have great like chat and they give me inspiration and i kind of take my day to day job on social media and see what people are talking about, see what people are asking, and I feed back to the design team. And the design team are great as well. Like they're open to ideas and they're all Sega fans themselves, which I think really helps. And it really helps to create like amazing ranges working with the community and the designers.
1: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. So you make it sound like it's all rainbows and butterflies but I, i'm sure there are challenges involved as well especially since you're so involved with social media and we know that social media is like a perfect place nothing bad happens <laughs> in social media so <laughs> <Of course. laughs> are, are, are there any you know particularly challenging things about dealing with because you know let's be honest we're all sega fans here uh, and our listeners. I'm assuming, are Sega fans as well. Uh, But the Sega community, being so big and diverse, also has, you know, people who are not that civil. So did you ever come across some of those more passionate people who cannot refrain themselves from, you know, saying things in a, you know less polite manner (laughs) I'm being Uh, so polite right now
0: I know I like I like the whole passionate I like that I'm gonna keep that for myself as well actually (laughs) but yeah definitely come across passionate people especially when I first started out like i love sega and i think i know it really well but when you come into a job especially social like you understand like no there's so much more to learn and people are very happy to teach you um i think <laughs> like in particular if, <laughs> if i use if i mention something and i've used the wrong gif like everyone's the first to jump on it and i say oh uh, yeah sorry guys yep, yeah, my bad like <laughs> but everyone's great i've never come cr- across anyone that's too passionate to use your word
2: mm-hmm. okay. like
0: if yeah so so I think that's the um, that's the biggest challenge is just getting the right thing across correctly
1: okay yeah. making no mistakes. So the biggest challenge is being perfect.
0: Yes, isn't okay. it always
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I like the way that you you said uh, the way that you mentioned this it seems like it's uh, educational uh, in some way as well. so if you make a mistake people will you know teach you. So that's that's a good way, another polite way to to say what happens in social media. We're yeah. always being educated when we do or say something wrong.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I like to see like the positive things side from it. Of and, course. Yeah. Like I think it's great in a way. You know, people are so passionate and they love Sega so much that if you have got something that's not quite right, they'll tell you. And I think it's not always the worst thing, especially if people are nice and polite about it as well.
1: Yeah. That is true. That is true. Yeah. I agree, I agree. Um so by the way something that I forgot before and you just mentioned we're all Sega fans. What would you say are your favorite Sega franchises or games if you if you could pick like a top 3 or something?
0: Top 3. Hmm. Well, I think number 1's obviously got to be Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. My main man, the blue bear. <laughs> <laughs> And so I really like Altered Beast as well. I think that's one of the earlier games that I remember playing on the Mega Drive and I didn't get my first Mega Drive for quite a while. I'm a Dreamcast baby, um, but that was one of the first ones I played. And yeah, I really enjoyed that one as well. And mm-hmm. yeah, and Yakuza as well, really enjoyed the series. And I like that the new ones, the standalone one as well. I think it keeps it fresh and yeah, i really enjoyed those games.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's actually this one, this last one, Like a Dragon, is surprising me because um, I wasn't expecting to enjoy it as much as I am, to mm. be honest. Not, in in paper, is not my kind of game, So, but it's yeah. really, really enjoyable. No, it is
0: different. Yeah, it's great.
1: Yeah, and the humor and stuff, it's awesome.
0: Oh, yeah. I love it. I think they're all really likable characters. <laughs> I think you can have a laugh with them and they're all a bit silly. Yeah, it just adds a bit of fun to it. It's not just a typical... RPG
1: if's yeah, got a true. bit of a character hmm awesome awesome okay so you you've already mentioned some challenges some some good things um would you like to tell us a little bit about so other things you already mentioned the um, the process of you know picking some some stuff from social media from you know the fans taking that to to the designer team um, how do you guys actually What's the process like? So do you have to uh, get permission from Sega for everything? Do you have some kind of creative freedom with things or do you have to run everything across Sega at some point?
0: Uh, Yeah, so with new ranges, I think we're given quite like a lot of creative freedom with it all. Um, We know what brands we want to work around and what products we want to create for that. Like I take feedback from the community as well of what you guys are looking for which is always really handy so we kind of take that feedback create the range and then we'll go to Sega like there's a really great team and um, a great guy at Sega as well that approves everything for us and he gives us feedback like he's a massive massive Sega fan obviously so he knows exactly what's going to work what's not going to work and we'll feed back to him and he'll give us feedback as well and we kind of go from there with it. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's quite it's a quite a big process for it because obviously we don't want to get anything wrong. We want to make sure that it's something that the fans are really going to enjoy and yeah, we don't want to don't want to let anybody down with it. <laughs>
1: of course, of course. Otherwise, you'll have to be educated. And Exactly. Like, you know, <laughs> by those passionate people. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of time frame are we talking about here? Cuz I'm imagining you know, most times when we're uh, on, on the other side of things, we just think it's make this and the next day it's done. But obviously there's a process behind all of this. You just described a few of the steps. How much time is involved in like, for example, having a, 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 a good idea and then uh, getting approval and in, in making it available on the Sega shop? It probably I- varies, but...
0: yeah Yeah, so it varies quite a bit because there's different places that we need to go and get it for taken to approval and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um but on average it probably takes two to three months for a Mm -hmm. range so we recently released our christmas range and we were planning that back in july so (laughs) we were getting we were getting all festive months and months ago and with our designs and things like that so it does take quite a while it's not case of oh this would be cool let's do it it's yeah, there's a lot of thought that goes behind everything that we make and a lot of time as well. But I think mm-hmm. it pays off in the end. I think yeah. we've got a really strong lineup of stuff.
1: Excellent. I agree. I agree. I actually think it's it's working working out really, really well for, for you guys and for the fans, obviously. So it's great. Um, has be, uh, working from home now, has it helped? or hindered your work in some way has Uh, has it been you know affecting it somehow
2: yeah
0: that's a fun it's a difficult one because i think a lot of my work is like just working on a computer anyway so whether it's in the office or whether it's home it doesn't really make too much of a difference um i did used to go into the sega europe head offices quite a lot which is always fun and like their offices are super fun as well they've got sonic stuff everywhere and this giant sonic statue as well that i'm obsessed with so from that aspect, like I do, I do miss that side of things, but working from home, luckily it hasn't hindered me that much. And cause it's like loads of it is on social media as well. It's sometimes I can even do it on my phone and okay. like I'm, I'm the worst for working from home anyway in the evenings, I'll be scrolling through the social media anyway, when I'm at home chilling out. So yeah, it's
1: not been too bad. <laughs> okay. Excellent. 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 You mentioned the Christmas range that is already available. Um, any any other highlights from, you know, recent, uh, you know, ranges, recent products that you've been putting out on on the Sega shop that you would like to mention for people listening to us? So let, let's say someone just, you know, listening to this is being made aware of the Sega shop. They didn't know there was a, a Sega shop at all. They've been living under a rock. What would you suggest they would check out first?
0: Uh, I think for sure the Sonic the Hedgehog tubs, if you haven't seen those before, there's something that came out in the shop earlier this year, and I think they're absolutely fantastic. They're basically. Um, rubber ducks that are cosplaying as Sonic the Hedgehog, Knuckles, Doctor Eggman, and Tails, which sounds wild and they look wild, but I think they're great.
2: <laughs>
0: and they're yeah, they're basically these collectible figures, and they come in these bathtubs as well, so you can stack them up, and you can collect them all. And I think they're probably like the weirdest product that I've ever seen, but they've worked really well. <laughs> like Sonic looks adorable, Tails looks great, Doctor Eggman works really well as well. So yeah, I definitely think people should check those out. And then Mm -hmm. we've got the new series of Pinkings as well that's come out recently that we've added a load of new pins to. So we've recently released the console range with the Mega Drive, Saturn and Dreamcast pin badges. And we've also got some Christmas pin badges as well based on Modern Sonic and Classic Sonic that I think are really cool.
1: Mm -hmm. Excellent, excellent. So those are some good suggestions that people can... Check out uh, oh, yeah, on the Sega shop. One thing that people should know is that you're working specifically with the Sega, the European Sega shop, so UK and Europe, right? Yeah, yeah, that's so right. So we have uh, a lot of listeners from the US. Unfortunately, uh, what we're mentioning here, you know, you 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 may have a different experience with your the US Sega shop. So you know, but but you know, maybe this will give you some ideas. Or things to browse on the u.s shop
0: yeah definitely that the u.s shop's great as well they've got a load of different items that we don't stock unfortunately but their range is almost as good I'd say
1: <laughs> I like the monthly pins though <laughs> oh I yeah I like those. Great. yes yes it's make a it good idea. make it happen George
0: <laughs> no, I'm, working I'm <laughs> being
1: passionate right now
0: uh, Yeah. do it <laughs> do it now, <laughs> do it now. <laughs>
1: Awesome, awesome. Okay, so George, very good, very good uh, summary of what we can expect from the Sega Shop. Um, We're going to take a quick break, okay? Cool. Uh, And you know what comes next, so it's not a surprise for you because you've been listening to previous episodes. Oh, gold. Yeah. Yeah. um, So you know, let's take a quick break, and we'll we'll come back with something different. What could it be?
2: We'll
1: see. This episode of the Sega Lounge is sponsored by Podpage. Let me be frank. I have no web dev skills whatsoever. When I thought of bringing back the Sega Lounge as a podcast earlier this year, I started looking for a way to create a good-looking and functional website for it. I was able to find different options, and even some for free, but they either were lacking in features that I wanted to have, or were not directly aimed at podcast creators. That's when I heard of Podpage, which was still in its beta stages at that time. Not only was it at its inception already a great way to create and customize a podcast-centric website, but as the weeks went by, new features were added that improved upon the original concept. And the awesome part is it continues to get new features every month. Not only that, but you get top-tier customer service from the creator of Podpage himself. I highly recommend Podpage, and if you're looking for a way to create a professional podcast website, you can check it out by going to thesegalounge.com forward slash podpage. Try it for free with your own podcast by going to thesegalounge.com forward slash podpage. Welcome back. We're here with George. George, are you okay? Are you ready? I'm ready. I think I am. You think think you are? I've been preparing. (laughs) Ooh, but for what? That that is the question. That is the question. (laughs) (laughs) How can you How can you prepare for something you don't know what will be? You know, it's it's difficult.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a very good point.
1: <laughs> now that you know our guests, it's time to put them to the test. It's the moment we've waited for, and the moment they dread. Welcome to your doom. I mean, welcome to the Sega Lounge Challenge. <laughs> it's the Sega Lounge Challenge, but... What is the Sega Launch Challenge this week? Well, are you familiar with Sega Music? Yes, I'd like to think so. Awesome. It's not related to Sega Music. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a quiz, actually. If I had known that, I would be—I I would have made a, a, a musical quiz. But no, it's, it's a, a quiz with 10 questions, as per usual. It's yeah. something I like to call the Sega Shop Brand Challenge.
2: Hey. <laughs> so,
1: so all of the questions here have something to do with one of the brands uh, in, in the Sega shop. So one of the franchises, the Sega franchises, e- that are featured in the Sega shop currently. Okay. Okay. So we will test your uh, knowledge of Sega stuff.
2: Cool. So that, that, okay. That's a little bit
1: generic. <laughs> it's Sega stuff. What, what, Sega. what is it? It's stuff. Okay. How much Sega, how much Sega are you? Are you very Sega? Little Sega? I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Let's just (laughs) get on with this. Are you ready for the 10 questions I have here, Jord?
0: Yeah. ready as I'll ever be.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So let's start with an easy one. So 10 questions, one point each, at least I think six points is acceptable, right? More than half. Yeah, Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. So question number one. Let's start with an easy one. Okay. What milestone anniversary is Sega celebrating this year with a campaign titled Go Sega?
0: Oh, that's Sega's 60th anniversary. 60 years of Sega.
1: So you're saying in 2020, this year, Sega are celebrating... Sixty years of existence.
0: Yep. Yeah, definitely.
1: So they She says. They, <laughs> so sixty sixtieth uh, anniversary so nineteen sixty?
0: Yeah. Are you sure? That's what I'm going with? Yeah.
1: Your answer is Correct. Of course, of yeah. Course. yeah. <laughs> it's an easy one. But you'll still have to go through me. So that's the, the challenging <laughs> part sometimes. Okay. okay. Number two. This is a Shenmue question. Are you familiar with Shenmue?
2: Fairly. Have you played?
1: Yeah. Yeah, barely. Okay. Okay. Uh, have you played any of the games?
2: Oh,
0: I have not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Gonna hear a load of booze for that, I S- think. <laughs>
1: Uh, it's okay, it's okay. Some people haven't played the greatest game of all time, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what, what, what this question, what, what, how you'll find this question, but let's see. In the original Shenmue game, so as you probably know, there are three games now. In the original one, Shenmue 1, there's a character called Nozomi. Nozomi. So she's a girl. In the game, Nozomi helps her grandmother run what kind of shop? Oh, no. I have three options if you need them.
0: I think I might need them if that's okay.
1: Okay. So, option A, a flower shop. Option B, a clothing store. Option C, an antique shop. What kind of shop does Nozomi help her grandmother run? In Shenmue 1.
0: I think I'll go with C, the antique shop.
1: The antique shop. Why?
0: I just feel like that would be a good aesthetic. It's either that or A, the flower shop. I don't know. I can imagine her helping with a cute little nan in an antique shop. Everything all crowded. Maybe. And I feel like the Phoenix mirror has something to do with it. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Could be talking rubbish. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, the Phoenix Mirror definitely has something to do with Shenmue, so yeah, uh, you're not far off. So, just to, you know, lock this in, Jord, option C, Antique Shop? Yeah. Is that your final answer?
0: That's my final answer.
1: That is locked in. Locked in right there. The Phoenix Mirror doesn't have anything to do with Nozomi, though. I'll tell you that, but, but, I'll tell you that she doesn't work in a clothing store. The correct answer is... A. Flower shop. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) Yeah, it's a flower shop. She's a sweet girl that works in a flower shop. Okay, no worries. 1 out of 2 not bad so far we still have lots more to come ready for question 3 Yep.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah question 3 george in yakuza 0 have you played yakuza 0
0: yes ages ago
1: yes ages ago <laughs> uh maybe the, the question here is there's there are no options so you'll have to tell me the answer yourself but Maybe this moment in the game stood out for you. Let's see. In Yakuza 0, upon completing a substory and a challenge, you can obtain a chicken, which you then can, of course, assign as a manager in the real estate minigame. Of course, you can have a chicken running, you know, a real estate business. What's the name of the chicken?
0: Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> this is impossible.
1: <laughs> uh and and if you don't know, I would uh, advise you to think what would be uh you know a, an appropriate name for a chicken that ran a, a real estate business.
0: Oh gold. Okay.
1: I don't think this helps, but okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think <laughs>
1: What would you call uh, the chicken?
0: What would I call the chicken that runs a real estate company? A Cooper?
1: Is it a chicken coop? <laughs> <laughs> a chicken house? <laughs> That's That makes sense. That's the first answer that anyone has given me that makes sense. <laughs> I'm uh, like, okay. I think
0: I'm going to have to go with that. I have no idea.
1: So your answer would be Cooper. Yeah. As in a chicken <laughs> coop. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh final answer?
0: Yeah, it's going to have to be.
1: Okay. Surprisingly, Cooper is not It's not the correct answer. Aww. Aww. <laughs> the correct answer was nugget. Nugget. Oh, that's nugget. so fierce. Nugget the chicken.
0: Nugget the chicken. That's adorable. Should deny
1: that <laughs> best character, best yakuza character ever. Oh god. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, let's go back to the multiple choice questions. Number four is a Golden X uh, question. Okay, another uh, you know brand, another Sega franchise featured in the Sega Shop. Cool. Which of the following is not? A game in the Golden X series. We we're looking for the game that is not a real game. Okay. Option A Golden X Beast Rider, B Golden X Warrior, C Golden X Resurrection of Death Adder. Which is not, which one is not a game?
0: Um, can I go with C?
1: You can go with whichever you like.
0: <laughs> yeah, C I think isn't a Golden
1: X game. Golden X Resurrection of Death Adder. Yeah. Yeah? So, in your opinion, Golden X Beast Rider and Golden X Warrior are real games that exist.
0: I think so, yeah.
1: But not Resurrection of Death Eder. No. Nope any particular reason why
0: just because i think the other two their titles make sense because you have the beast you ride the beast in the game and then the second one i can't remember (laughs) warrior warrior yeah i think that makes sense as well
1: what about the resurrection of death edder death edder is actually the the main villain yeah in golden axe couldn't he be resurrected?
0: He could be, yeah. I feel like I'm going to change my answer. <laughs> so final
1: answer is?
0: I'm going to change it to B. So I think B might not be it. Warrior? Yeah.
1: There is a warrior. Actually, they're all warriors. Is
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm doing terribly. Yeah. Maybe it's A. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, I I I will let you keep your original answer. Okay. Because okay. otherwise, I would be a terrible, terrible host. The correct answer is C. Golden X Resurrection yeah. of Death Adder. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you really is... got me going there. I thought, oh <laughs> God, I'm going to fail another question.
1: <laughs> it's it's what I do. It's what I yeah. do. You're a cruel game master. Uh, exactly. <laughs> okay. So, good job. Two points so far. We have we have, have six more that you can get. You need four. You can get the like the the, the minimum square of six.
2: Cool.
1: Number five, George. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's go. No, you're not. Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> two. Sonic the Hedgehog two for the Mega Drive was released worldwide on a Tuesday in nineteen ninety-two. That release day was known as Sonic Tuesday. What day was Sonic 2 released on?
0: What day was Sonic 2 released what, on? <laughs> was it
1: Tuesday in 1992? But what exact day was it?
0: Oh god. <laughs> uh was it July? Or was it early July, maybe?
1: I will give you another another hint. So, yeah. um, <laughs> 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 uh, we we were very close to that date to Sonic Two's birthday haven't gotten there yet, but it's very, very close. It's
0: not the 19th of November, is it?
1: (laughs) So, uh, full disclosure, we're recording this on the 18th of November. So you're thinking tomorrow is the birthday, the anniversary of the release day of Sonic 2.
0: Potentially.
1: Potentially. Okay, I need an answer, George. Yeah, I'll go I'll 19th go with, of November. I'll
0: go over the
1: 19th of November, yeah. 1992. Yeah. Was it a Tuesday? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows, indeed? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> okay. Year 1992. Month November. Day of the week, Tuesday. The actual day was 24th, which is actually a Tuesday this year as well. So we'll oh, have nice. another Sonic Tuesday next week. Next Tuesday, actually. That's great. That, is the, that was the correct answer, unfortunately. Oh. Uh,
2: okay. No, uh,
1: from now on, all questions are multiple choice. Cool. So I, I think these will help. Let's see. Short question number six. Ready? Yeah. Streets of Rage. Okay? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. In Streets of Rage, you can check the bios of all playable characters, which include their favorite hobbies. What is Blaze's hobby according to her bio in Streets of Rage 1? What does she like to do? Option A. Playing video games. Option B, dancing the lambada. Option C, horseback riding.
0: I think I'm going to go with B, dancing the lambada.
1: For any particular reason?
0: I think A was for a different character, and C doesn't resonate with me at all. But now it's going to be C because I've said that. <laughs> so Do you have but no, anything I think against horses? No, no, nothing against <laughs> horses. <laughs> going to get all the passionate people now. Yes. We love horses.
1: <laughs> let it, let us teach us about teach you about horses. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so option B.
2: Yeah, I think it's option B.
1: Dancing the lampada. Yeah. George, your answer is correct. Yes, yes, it is, it is. No one likes to go horseback riding, apparently, in Streets of Rage. I just made that up. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Playing video games, I think it's Axel. Axel, yeah. Excel. Yeah, uh, and, and yeah, you're right. You're completely and utterly correct. Awesome. Okay, we're getting there. Three points, only three more to go. Cool. Question... Number seven, Mega Drive is the lineup where we're talking about here, or the range. Which of the following games was not part of the launch lineup of Mega Drive in Europe in 1990? Which of the following games was not part of the launch lineup of Mega Drive in Europe? Option A, Tommy Lasorda Baseball, also known as Super League, option B, Arnold Palmer Tournament Golf, option C, World Cup Italia 90, aka World Championship Soccer. So we have a baseball game, a golf game, or a football or soccer game. Which one was not part of the launch lineup of the Mega Drive in Europe?
0: I think I want to go with A, just based on the fact that baseball is a very American game. So I don't think they would have launched with a baseball game in Europe.
1: Mm -hmm. Makes sense. But I think that's just Mm -hmm. a guess. (laughs) Makes sense. Makes sense. Although it's very popular in Japan. That's true. And if they had the game already, why not?
0: That is true. So maybe it was golf. I don't know how popular golf is in Japan.
1: (laughs) I don't either. (laughs) (laughs) So final answer, Jord.
0: Yeah, final answer. I'll stick with A final answer.
1: So, okay, let's take a look at all the options. World Cup Italia 90 was, of course, a launch game for the mega drive in Europe. Um. And then golf or baseball. Good thing you stuck with your original answer because the correct answer was A. Awesome. Baseball. Tommy Lasorda baseball, aka Super League, was not a Mega Drive launch title in Europe. Well done.
0: A. Hey. Yes. Cool. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Not too bad. Good
1: job. <laughs> and you, you didn't give in to 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 pressure either. That's great.
0: I think I'm quite I think I'm quite a strong character based on this quiz <laughs> yes <laughs> I'm yes. not conceding <laughs>
1: exactly exactly okay question eight almost there almost there yakuza cool. what is the real name of the yakuza series character whose nickname is the mad dog of Shimano oh. do you do you actually know this or have you heard of this nickname? Does it ring a bell?
0: Yeah, it rings a bell. I'm trying to think.
1: Okay. Three options. Yeah. If you need them. If you don't need them, just tell me.
0: I'll I'll go with the options. I'll play it safe.
1: So three options. Option A, Kazuma Kiryu. Option B, Akira Nishikiyama. Option C, Goro Majima. probably butchered all of these names, but
0: okay. (laughs) That's fine. I'm trying to remember them, to be fair. So,
1: Um, is it Kiryu Nishikiyama or Majima?
0: I think I'll go with B.
1: So, Akira Nishikiyama.
0: Yes, I think
1: so. Does it ring a bell to you, this name?
0: Yeah, it rings a bell. And I know the other ones as well, and I don't think they were Mad Dog.
1: Okay. When when you think about this nickname, what, what do you think? what what kind of personality does the person have
0: i imagine him being quite a loose cannon quite mm-hmm. one of the one of the characters that doesn't listen to anything that anybody else says they're kind of like the wild card of the group and they go mm-hmm. around causing a bit of havoc
1: okay and so Sorry. out of the three your answer is b please b be please.
0: Be please. <laughs> be please.
1: <laughs> mm. Could be. Well, I will tell you that Q is not the correct answer. Ah. He is, is known as the dragon of Dojima. That's it. Uh not the mad dog of Shimano. Uh between the the other two. So Majima is that guy with only one eye. Yeah. Right? Um and Nishikiyama is, you know, I think this is, I I I, don't, I won't spoil the game for, or the games for anyone, but it's, you know, in Yakuza 0, you know him as the, you know, Kyu's best friend and stuff. The correct answer, Jord, Jord O'Dell, of Sega Shop Europe, of <laughs> Numskull, is... Is C, Goro Majima. Oh. <laughs> Majima is indeed the loose cannon of the group. Yeah. Yes, the crazy one. <laughs> Should have known it. <laughs> the mad dog of Shimano. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> okay. Four points. With two more, two more questions to go. You, we can still do this.
0: It's okay. I get everyone right from now on.
1: Of course. <laughs> Be fine. Number nine, Alex Kid. Alex Kidd. Which of the following is not one of the several Alex Kidd crossovers in spin-offs, in spin-off games? Okay, so which one is not a game that is a crossover with other series or a spin-off game? So basically, which one is not real, okay?
0: Okay.
1: A. Alex Kidd in Shinobi World B, Alex Kidd in the Golden Axe. C, Alex Kidd BMX trial. One of these things is not like the other.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. I feel like it could be the last one, just because I can Mm -hmm. see it in my head. Okay. And Shinobi as well. I think there was a crossover. Mm Mm-hmm. But B, I can't see that. I don't think I've heard of that. Like Alex Kidd and Golden Axe, yeah.
1: Alex Kidd and the Golden Axe.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be my answer. I don't think there was a crossover with Alex Kidd and Golden
1: Axe. So Alex Kidd and Shinobi World makes sense?
0: To me, yeah.
1: BMX Trial makes sense as well? Yeah. Golden Axe, no.
0: No. But now I'm not sure. But I'm going to stick for that.
1: Okay. So, final answer, right? Yeah. Alex final Kiddin, answer. The Golden Axe is not a real game. No. Your answer is correct. Yes. Yay. Good <laughs> job. It is not a real game. I just made that up. Uh, Alex it would Kiddin, be great, Shinobi. It, it would, it would be. Alex in Shinobi World it is it is indeed a crossover um and BMX Trial as well so it's like a spin-off so yeah cool it's it's indeed just like a BMX game <laughs> yeah cool <laughs> very good very good so one question left one point left as well
0: it's a close one
1: it's a close one number 10 what is the name of the final boss of Sonic's story in Sonic Adventure. Have you played Sonic Adventure? I have, yes. Okay. A long time ago. Oh, not yeah. so long ago. A long time ago. A long time okay. ago, yeah. Okay. So there are six stories, right? And each character has its own story. Sonic story, right? Final boss. Is it A, Egg Viper? B, Egg Hornet? Or C, Egg Walker. Which one is the final boss? The name of the final boss?
0: I think I want to go with Egg Hornet as the final boss.
1: Mm -hmm. Why?
0: Because I think I remember. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think I remember Egg Hornet. Like I can see it in my head.
1: So I will I will tell you that all of these are real boss names in Sonic Adventure. Maybe even a boss uh, the names of bosses that you you play against with Sonic as well. Yeah. But only one of them is the final boss of Sonic story before you get the final story, the Super Sonic story. So yeah, I think Which I would one see- would be like, you know, the most menacing or the worst? I don't know.
0: I think the egg hornet would be the worst one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I imagine that's the final boss because you don't want to mess with a hornet. Like a <laughs> bumblebee, yeah, I love you. You're fine. A wasp, eh, <laughs> uh, but a hornet. You don't want to mess with a hornet. So on that logic, <laughs> I think he's the final one. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Okay. So final answer?
0: Yeah, final answer.
1: Final answer. Why not egg walker by the way?
0: I feel that like egg walker's quite not early level menacing? 1. No, not too menacing. Okay. I think yeah. I think he's quite easy.
1: So there is no way I can change your mind, right?
0: No, I'm going to stand no. my ground. I've okay. learned. Okay.
1: Sometimes you shouldn't, but sometimes you should. Who knows what what will happen so egg walker is not the correct answer egg walker is actually the final boss in tails story okay cool although not really that menacing in name but it's the final boss for tails egg hornet is one of the bosses that you fight as sonic and so is egg viper egg walker sonic doesn't fight So, which one? Viper or Hornet? The correct answer is. George Odell. For glory. (laughs) To keep away the passionate fans.
2: (laughs) 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 I
0: can hear him screaming already.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The correct answer was A. Egg Viper. (laughs)
0: Thinking about it, a Viper's way more threatening than a Hornet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it was the... the, I don't know, it kind of depends. Um, It's bigger, uh, at least, so so, I don't know, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Which one is the worst? We'll never know. But for Sonic, Sonic Story and Sonic Adventure, the worst one was really Egg Viper. Okay, but no worries. I, I think you did a great job considering... How tense this was, and so um, even though you, you 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 got five points, so that's that's amazing, I think, and so not that too means bad. not too bad, I don't think so. So you get the official Sega Lounge seal of approval, which I will send to you right now on Twitter. You should be Yay. getting it soon. Um, it is a real thing, and <laughs> you should be very proud of our little seal Aww. of approval. I
0: love that. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get that printed
1: and stuck on my wall ASAP. <laughs> He's great. <laughs> yes. A little seal uh, giving you his approval.
0: I love that. Okay. Thank you. <laughs>
1: Thank you very much for, for taking the time to to play this silly game. Thank you for, for doing your best and oh, being pleasure. such a good sport. So, George, how can people, um, you know, get more info on on sega shop even you know get in touch with you and suggest things if they want how can they do that
0: yeah so the best way if you want to check out any of our products is to go on www.segashop.eu or .co.uk if you're from the uk and we're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Sega Shop Europe. It's me behind all the socials. So if anyone has any suggestions for new products or anything like that, drop me a message on there, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Passionate and non-passionate people alike.
1: <laughs> and please don't mention this challenge. It was and, brutal. Uh, brutal. No, we never so speak of this again. <laughs> not again. Only, only the the Alex kid in, in the golden and the golden X. That was it. Yes, that was a good guess, so let's let's stick it with, stick with that and, and forget all the rest. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Anything we uh, can ask about what's coming soon to the, the Sega shop, even if it's just very, very generic, what can, can we expect from from the Sega shop in the upcoming weeks and months?
0: I think coming up for the Sega Shop I can't speak too much about it but I like to drop hints on our social media channels like a week in advance so it's always Mm -hmm. worth keeping an eye out on those I'm quite obvious with my hints as well so people (laughs) tend to get them anyway which I think is great Um, but yeah we've got an absolutely crazy 2021 planned we've got so many ranges and launches and new fun products coming out as well some of which I haven't seen anywhere that's never been done before and they're coming sega shop europe throughout the next year and yeah i think it's going to be a really good year for loads of different brands as well we're going to get some new stuff going as soon as we can
1: so it's Excellent. going to be great intriguing intriguing so get get your wallets ready people get your yeah. money ready <laughs> yes <laughs> and and also um although the hints are uh, quite you know obvious sometimes it's Usually, the answer is not a Dreamcast 2, people, okay? So, usually, you know, when in doubt, it's not, okay? so
0: As much as I would love a Dreamcast 2, just like the rest of you, no. (laughs) You
2: know, when in doubt,
1: no, no. Not the Dreamcast 2. Not the Dreamcast 2, no. (laughs) Not a new console. Usually, no, no. Uh, (laughs) Okay. George, final question, as per usual, on the Sega Lounge. Uh, it's regarding blast processing. Are you familiar with the concept of blast processing? I'm not, no. Okay. So uh, in the 90s, Sega said that the, the Mega Drive, more specifically the, the Genesis in the US, had blast processing, something that uh made it more powerful than the competition. Faster, more powerful, okay? Ah, uh, yeah. So if you could, it, it's, some people say it's a real thing, it's probably not a real thing, but okay, more like a marketing gimmick. But if you could add blast processing, let's say it's a real thing, and you could add blast processing to anything in the world, what would it be and why? Oh. Something that needs to be more powerful or quicker or faster, whatever. Can
0: I apply it to myself?
1: <laughs> anything.
0: <laughs> like an ultimate cup of coffee. Just <laughs> Yeah, that's the point. <laughs> Can I add it to my coffee in the morning? That'd be great. Just sprinkle a little bit of last processing in my cup of coffee and whoosh, I'm good to go.
1: <laughs> so so would that be like uh powdered uh black uh, blast processing? Like you know, like in a jar. Imagine,
0: could... Yeah, like a stevia kind of okay. kind of thing, maybe. <laughs>
1: okay. Instead of sugar, you could use yeah. blast processing. A bit of blast processing. Stir it and it's it's good to go, okay. That's that's a good idea. <laughs> Coffee now with one hundred percent more blast processing.
0: Yes, love it. Blast processed beans. <laughs> blast processed beans. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> Throw a great out the percolators. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, George. Thank you very much again for for coming on the show. Uh, thank all, you for having me. Thank you all, so so for your for your work on on the Sega shop as well, bringing us the the news and all these new. Uh, ideas as well it's great that we can buy these things and get poor <laughs> while doing it yeah, that's <laughs> yes <laughs> drain us all of our money uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but again thank you very much and hopefully you can come back in the future and talk about more things and maybe we'll do another challenge or something
0: yeah, no, that would be lovely. It was lovely speaking to you and I'll be more prepared for the quiz next time, hopefully. <laughs>
1: maybe maybe I shouldn't mention that as as an incentive. I don't think that's an incentive to come back.
2: We'll do oh, another no, challenge. Okay. Yeah, no. I'll redeem myself.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Maybe that's that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you, George. Thank you. Many thanks to George O'Dell for coming on the show. Be sure to check out the SEGA shop, be it the UK or European versions, and try your best not to spend a whole lot of money on all the cool stuff they have available. As a reminder to my non-European friends, everything you heard today applies to the European store only. Maybe we can get someone from the US SEGA shop on the show in the future. On a more personal note, I've been thoroughly enjoying Yakuza Like a Dragon. And while I wasn't going to do it at first, I'm preparing a review of the game as well as a special interview to be aired very soon, so stay tuned for that. If you've been playing Like a Dragon 2, let me know on Twitter, at thesegalounge, and remember that we have a built-in voicemail feature in our website, so you can also use that to contact me. Just go to thesegalounge.com. Your message might make it into a future show. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope you have a fun, safe week wherever you are. Enjoy some video games if you can, and be sure to come back next time we open the doors of the Sega Lounge. Take care. Bye-bye. The Sega Lounge. Hosted by me, KC, and part of Radio Sega's network of live shows and podcasts. Theme song and incidental music by OSC. Find them at opussciencecollective.bandcamp.com Got any suggestions? Drop me an email to podcast at Follow us on Twitter at The Sega Lounge and like us at facebook.com slash You can find previous episodes of the show by going to Segalounge.com and wherever fine podcasts are downloaded.